Now, Recollections at 30 on NBC. Recollections at 30. NBC, celebrating its 30th year of broadcasting, invites you to memorable moments of radio's earlier days. In this special series of broadcasts, you'll reminisce among NBC's vast and historic library of sound. You'll hear the stars, the songs, the great moments in sports and special events that have highlighted these 30 years of NBC network broadcasting. And here, guiding our recollections at 30, is Ed Herlihy. Thank you, Fred Collins, and hello, everyone. Tonight, I'm going to recreate for you from our vast NBC library of sound one of the comedy highlights of 1937. And I have a feeling it will make you laugh just as much in 1956. It's from Fred Allen's famous Town Hall Tonight program. Now, I know that our younger listeners cannot remember very clearly when Fred was at the height of his radio career, so for them, this excerpt will be a new experience. For the rest of us, a surge of pleasant memories return as we hear again one of the famous Fred Allen-Jack Benny feuds. So let's all sit back and let the laughs fall where they may. <laughs> well, I've got a big surprise for you tonight, Mr. Allen. Big surprise? But this is the biggest thing you've had on the program this year. Now look, Portland, a thing on the program we don't need. Stuff I don't mind, but not a thing. <laughs> but, Mr. Allen, it isn't a thing. This is an old friend of yours from the days of Vaudeville. If it's Otto the train seal, throw him a fish and tell him I'm busy. <laughs> now, wait a minute, Fred. If you'll just take your nose, that one you used to talk through, out of that microphone, <laughs> you'll see that it's me. Oh, Jack! Jack Benny. Well, I'm... Ter Wait a minute. There's a reception goes in there. Well, it doesn't have... I was, I was worried there for a minute. I was... Well, I'm terribly sorry, Jack. I didn't notice you. How long have you been standing there? Since 8 o'clock this morning. Now, listen here, Benny. If that's a hint... You're not getting one cent for crawling in here tonight, and you know it. <laughs> Why, Fred, I... Uh, really, I didn't expect to get paid for this. I haven't any more right to take money for working on this program than you have. <laughs> Hold on there, Benny. That's an insult. Well, why... <laughs> I was Professor Quiz, I'd say correct. Absolutely correct. And if I was Major Bose, you'd have left with a unit ten minutes ago. <laughs> hey, that's nice work if you can get it. You know, Freddie, I wouldn't mind being back in vaudeville again, though, would you? Ah, those were the good old days. Yes, sir. Say, Fred, no kidding, will you ever forget the time you and I were together at the Orpheum Theater in Sioux City, Iowa? Yeah. Only I was on the stage. <laughs> I don't care, Freddie. I made more money selling peanuts in one day than you did all week. 
Well, Jack, I didn't make much money in those days, but I was a pretty good juggler. Remember how I used to toss those Indian clubs in the air and do a funny monologue at the same time? I sure do. And Fred, you remember when you dropped those clubs? How you'd let them lay there right alongside of your jokes? (laughs) Yep. Well, you ought to know you swept up the theater every night. Did not. I used to stay in the theater late just to practice my violin. And you should have stuck to your broom. I should have stuck to my own program, too. I had to ask for this yet. Well, you had to write it yet to insult yourself. Well, Fred, anyway, a lot of water has gone over the darn since then, huh? Over the darn? Yes, Fred, you know how careful we have to be. But just think, Freddie, just think, here we are, both in Hollywood and both of us in pictures. It does seem unreasonable, doesn't it? Of course, Fred, maybe I shouldn't point this out, but I, uh, I do make a lot more pictures than you do. Well, Jack, there's so little of you in each one, you have to make more. Oh, is that why they do it? Glad you brought that up. How do you like pictures, Fred? Fine, Jack. I just finished one called Sally, Irene, and Mary. I'm leaving for New York next week. Oh, they're releasing you instead of the picture. (laughs) Now, Benny, if you're here to drip venom, heed your promiscuous spattering, and remember that retribution is the trailer that follows oral pollution. Alan, you're just lucky. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, I had a hunch you were going back east, Fred, and that's why I came up here to see you. Have you decided uh, which way you're going back? I mean, uh, which form of transportation? Well, I was going to take the boat and go through Panama, but I've got a hat, so I decided to... uh, I decided to take the train. Well, Fred, I, of course, I don't want to influence you one way or the other, but... uh... Have you ever thought of driving back east? You know, by automobile? Uh, what kind of an automobile? Now, don't rush me. <laughs> and it's in good condition, too. <laughs> Say, what are you trying to get at, anyway? Well, Fred, I own a Maxwell. And I thought that... You if... don't think you can palm that tin nightmare off on me, I hope. <laughs> Why, I wouldn't be found dead in that car... Say, you're no better than the engine. (laughs) Why, the engine in that steam cabinet is so dead, the front wheels are nothing but rubber pallbearers. (laughs) Where is that uncovered wagon? It's right outside the door. Hey, boys, boys. Uh, Will you drive my Maxwell in, please? Sure, sure. Now, be careful, fellas. It's a high-powered car there, you know. Right in here, boys. Right in here. Well, uh, want us to leave it right here, Mr. Benny? Yes, yes, thanks, fellow. Hey, what, what's that noise? Noise? I'll cut off the motor so we can hear it. <laughs> That's better. Yes. Hey, uh, Mr. Benny, I guess this belongs to you. Oh, the door. Yes, thanks. <laughs> 
I, uh, I went to close it and it came off in my hand. <laughs> Benny, you may not be a snake in the grass, but you're sure hanging around with a rattler there. That's libel, Alan. And if I had my writers here, what we'd call you... <laughs> be a four-bell raz. Say, hey, what's up? Hey, who started that? Hey, what was that? Did the engine drop out? No, Smarty. It's the new sunken motor. And listen to this horn. That note is by Stakowski. Well, how, how, is, how is the car on gas? Well, I get about four miles to the court. If I insist, of if course. You, uh, uh, if you put your foot down. Yes, yes. Well, uh, how much does that make to the gallon? Well, I never put in a gallon. I don't believe in spoiling a car. Well, Alan, what do you say? Well, now that I've had a good look at this bear trap, Jack, I know why the Maxwell people went into the coffee business. <laughs> now, Freddie, I'm not begging you to take this car. Only I thought, well, you walk all the time. You're not getting any younger. I think you ought to take your varicose veins out for a spin once in a while. What are you asking for this Rhapsody and Junk? I'm asking $95 FOB. FOB? For old Benny. <laughs> How about it, Fred? Say, if you don't know, <laughs> laughing at your next Sunday show already. <laughs> I can't wait. If you I'd give $1,000 if I could think of an answer right now. If you don't know by now that I don't want that car, you ought to have your skull thinned. All right, Fred, as long as you don't want to buy it, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll wrap it in cellophane, tie a big red ribbon around it, and give it to you for Christmas. How's that? If I wake up Christmas morning and find that monstrosity in my stocking, I'll go barefooted the rest of my life. That would be nothing new for you, you hillbilly. <laughs> So you don't even want it for a present, huh? I don't want it present, past, or future. You can take that animated skillet... All right, Fred, all right. I merely wanted to be a good fellow, that's all. If you don't want the car, and I think you don't, I'll be on my way. No hard feelings, I hope. No, Jack, I haven't anything against you, not Benny the man. No. I'm just not in the market, that's all. I hope I didn't offend you. Oh, no, Freddie. I'll just have to sell it to some other uh, guy. <laughs> Merry Christmas, old boy. Same to you, Jack, and good luck. Thanks, Freddy. Goodbye. Hey, what was that, Jack? That's what my car thinks of you, Alan. I knew you'd enjoy that. Alan and Benny from one of the Town Hall Tonight broadcasts 19 years ago. Fred may be gone, but his humor is still very much alive. And I'm thinking, too, of his autobiography, Much Ado About Me, that has just been published. I'm really looking forward to reading it, and I hope you will be, too. Now, another unique performer of the 30s. Recognize this? That sound could only be made by the boop boopy doop girl... Helen Kane. 
I want to be loved by you, just you, and nobody else but you. I want to be loved by you, alone. I want to be kissed by you, just you, nobody else but you. Oh, I want to be kissed by you, alone. I couldn't aspire to anything higher than fill that desire to make you my own. But, but, feet up, poop, poop, but do all. I want to be loved by you, just you, nobody else but you. I want to be loved by you alone, honey. I want to be loved by you, just you, nobody else but you. I want to be loved by you alone. I want to be kissed by you, just you, nobody else. But you, yeah. oh, I want to be kissed by you alone. Poop, poop, I couldn't aspire <laughs> to anything higher than feel that desire to make you my own. But, but, feet up, poop, poop, but do, honey. I want to be loved by you, just you, and nobody. Helen Kane, who boop-boopy-dooped her way to stardom. Back in the fall of 1935, Billy Rose's famous spectacular Jumbo opened at the old Hippodrome Theater. It was a combination of Belasco and Barnum. Circus, operetta, and review all rolled up into one. I know, I saw it there. But just before it opened, Rooney Valley presented a preview of the music on his program. Richard Rogers, the composer, played the piano... Rudy himself sang one song, and Gloria Grafton, the star of Jumbo, sang two. The first number you might not recognize, but the others have become standards. Listen. And cold your fingers, what can you do? Lucky little girl of blue Sit there and count the raindrops Falling on you It's time you knew All you can call on Is the raindrops that fall on little girl of blue
Doesn't he? 
Richard Rogers at the piano, Gloria Grafton, and Rudy Valley as they presented songs from the then forthcoming production of Jumbo back in 1935. Here's a selection we'll play Guess Who with. The girl in the song made her nightclub debut recently. The man has been one of Hollywood's famous leading men and is not known for his singing. See if you can identify them from this duet. One night the moon was so mellow Rosita met young Manuelo He held her like this, the shy young miss Then stole a kiss, this fellow He said he was glad he'd met her And soon he would come and get her But she said, no, no, I cannot go Until I know you better Kisses he was stealing and he had a feeling she was gratified. She was saying, go to the edgy cuddle closer, closer by his side. I made it. Each night the moon grew more mellow, and so did your young Manuelo. Poor Rosita fell beneath his spell, he sang so well, this fellow. He sang his love song so pretty, his words were not quite pedantic. Though she said, please go, she said it low, for she was so romantic. Manuela wooed her and as he pursued her, Cupid was his guide. Wonderful. He will ever do so, for she has a truth, and he has a pride. Dorothy Lamour. But I'll bet you never guessed the man in question, Fred McMurray. They did that little duet early in 1938, and I saw Dottie Lamour last night in the Versailles Club in New York, and she is still great. Any particular stars or performers that you would like to hear? Or performances? Then just drop a card to me to remind me. For next week, I'll be delving into NBC's priceless library of sound again. And I hope you'll be joining me to enjoy some of the highlights of radio's earlier days. Write to me, Ed Hurleyhe, care of NBC, Radio City, New York. Good night, everyone. Ed Hurleyhe has been your host on Recollections at 30. Next week at this time, there'll be another in this special series, commemorating NBC's 30th year of broadcasting. This is Fred Collins, hoping you'll be able to join us then for more of the great stars and great moments of the past. Recollections at 30 is directed by Bob Mauer. Tomorrow is the day the Olympic Games get underway on Olympics 56, an NBC radio exclusive. We hope you are enjoying the old-time radio programs on the RadioThen.network podcast. You will find many biographies and audio clips from the past on our blog, www.radiothen.network. Check it out and bookmark the blog which also indexes our podcasts. www.radiothen.network